everybody. Here we are with episode two of our conversation with Sean. Hope you enjoy. Earlier, I was talking about you being an encouraging guy and always being kind to people. Like, I, just just the way I see, when I see you interact with people, I never see you be derisive or mean to anybody. I've never. You're always smiling. You're always happy to see people. You always take your time to talk to people. And uh, I know a while back. You started a thing. Uh, I don't know if it was a group page or yep, like a business page, or mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly how it worked. Uh, but on Facebook, you started a thing called FTP, right? And I uh, forgive me, I forget what it stands for. Yeah. Uh, well, what's funny about the FTP is is when we're talk we're talking about uh, cycling. So right. to a cyclist, an F- FTP is uh, functional threshold power. Right. Uh, well, we won't get into that really, but that is uh, more or less a test you do for 20 minutes. You can do an F- FTP test to see how strong you've gotten and how hard can you go for 20 minutes. Right. Uh, I, I, that's the FTP I'm familiar with. Right. But I didn't think and that's, that's what, what most people are familiar with. This FTP that I came up with uh, is similar with the cycling thing. However, it stands for uh, fitness, transformation, and potential. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I think that that is something that everyone, whether you're a cyclist or, or a business person or a stay-at-home mom, I think that that's something that everyone uh, can relate to and can be a part of and can understand uh, when, when, they're, when, they're, when they're being in that group. And I put that together uh, because I wanted people to see. I mostly did my post every morning. Right. Yeah. And I wanted some, I wanted to post something that was that might inspire other people, that was motivational. Uh, I wanted them to see it first thing in the morning, and uh, they, and it and it could they could feel some sort of relation to it. They could they and it could be uplifting to them. But the, it's important to see something like that first thing in the morning. It's that's going to be how you start your day. There's a lot of just a lot of junk on Facebook. Uh, you know? True. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> junk, a lot of just, you know, it can be tiring to what to go through your feed and see all these political things, and it can just it can be overwhelming. Uh, but I wanted people to know that there was a place they could go, my page, and they could read this, these uh, uh, motivational. Uh, things and it could it could maybe help them start their day a little better, inspire them maybe a little little bit, and and know that they it's going to be a good day. I haven't right. I, I kind of gave it up a little bit because I had so many other things that I needed to do. But I'm gonna <laughs> I'm right. gonna I'm gonna start it back up. And I've had a lot of people tell me that they they have enjoyed it and it helps them. But I will get it back up and running. Um, uh, hey, trust me, I understand yeah. life getting right. Uh, it's it's been almost eight months since we've been able to put out a podcast. Yeah, so right. I understand how things can get in the way of of yeah even even something you enjoy doing. Right. It's sometimes it's just hard to find the time. Now I did want to ask you, do you create these for the FTP page? Uh, like you know, do you do you find the images and the text uh, and put them together yourself? Some of some of the images are photos that I've taken, but uh, some of them are are already online, and the text that's on them, some of those are are quotes from 
other people. Right. Uh, but some of them are from me, and I might write a little bit about about the uh, quote. Um, right. Um, but it's just something that you can look at and say, you know, yeah, you're right. Uh, I my biggest thing that I want people to know is they have to believe in themselves. Uh, you got to, no matter what you do in life, you have to be able to believe in yourself and know that you can you can do. What I like is you can you are more than what you think you are, and you can do more than what you think you can. I say that every morning before I get out of bed. Wow! I say that before I put my feet on the floor. I say that because sometimes life can be so overpowering and and weigh so much, and it can get you down. You can forget that. Right. You can yeah. you can forget that. And you can all you, you all you feel like maybe with work all you feel like is you're a you're a number, that's all you are. You're a number, and uh, <laughs> you can get run down, uh, and and you forget that that there are things about you that empower others to be better, and that people rely on you uh, to be better. You know, and if you forget that, then you're doing them a disservice. Uh, but you have to, you have whatever it is in life that you want to do, you have to believe that you can do it. Um, and so, yeah. Right. And, and I was going to highlight a couple of the uh, quotes or, or a couple of the items that you had posted on the page uh-huh. uh, that, that kind of spoke to me and, and some of them, uh, one of them is almost what you were saying yeah. right there uh, is people people begin to become successful the minute they decide to be. Right. So it's not just oftentimes. I mean, I guess, sure, somebody could just, unbeknownst to them, just become successful. But I think yeah. the sentiment there is that like it's it's a conscious effort right. to be successful. It's, it not, it's not accidental. Nope. Uh, and sometimes I feel like and I'm I'm throwing myself in with this uh-huh. is that I feel like I wait for something to happen uh-huh. instead of doing the things that required just to make it happen. And yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't know why you can't do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, I know. Can't but it just that. like yeah. that one spoke to me when you posted it. Yeah. And uh, like the most recent one you posted is kind of what you were talking about earlier too, is uh, yeah, you were defined. Oh, sorry. Who you are is defined by what you're willing to struggle for. Yes. And again, that's another one that's, yeah. that's kind of what we've been talking about is like, uh, you know, face the pain. Yes. Push through the pain. Yep. Achieve your goal. Right. Uh, that's it. And so that was another one that really spoke to me because that's that's been a problem for me lately is just finding uh, finding the motivation. Yes. To to. I mean, there's thing, there's all kinds of things right. that that I should be motivated by, right? But it's just like I can't, for whatever reason, start. It's the first step, yeah. Right? You know, right. like I've I want to make these changes, right? But it's making that first step that I'm just like hesitating, right? You know, and yeah. it's and it's things like this, and I'm like, yeah, you know, it's right. 
Yeah. I just have to decide to do it and just start doing it. Even if I mess up, I'm moving forward. Yes. I mean, even even if it's not a hundred percent correct, at right. least I'm moving. Forward momentum is better than none. Right. Yeah. Right. So Yeah. You know, and that's the thing too is uh you know it's you can that motivation has to come from how bad you want to do something. Like, what is it that you want to do? What is it that you want to achieve? And why do you want to achieve it? I talked about in a video that I did for another group that said, you know, look, and a lot of the, a lot of the people in this group is are wanting to lose weight. That's their goal. And so the discussion was, okay, what's your goal? Is your so somebody says, well, my goal is to be healthy. That's my goal. Okay. Well, that's that's a great goal, but that's really that's not a good enough goal because you don't have a direct point to get to. Right. You need a finish line. You right. need to see and visualize a point to get Okay. So what what it would that point be? Well, the point would be what is it that you you obviously think there's something about you that's not healthy. Right. So what is it about that what is it do you think you need to change to be healthy? And they might say, well, I need to lose weight. Well, there's a finishing point. There's, there's your finish line. You need to lose weight. So do whatever you got to do to do that and visualize that and you'll get there. But you can't just have an uh, in general goal. I can't for myself say, well, my goal is to ride the bike. No, it's not going to work. Right. I mean, I get on the bike anyway. No, my goal is to do an Everesting attempt or my goal is to win time trial or my goal is to even is to beat my time on Barnesburg again. I have a point to get to. You got to find that point. And also my point, uh, a point to take, be taken on that is, OK, you want to lose weight. Well, what's your motivation to do that? Is your motivation because you want to look good on the beach? That's not a bad thing. But is that going to really get you there? Is right. that a, is that a got enough it's, substance to it to push to, you through the hard tops really right to yeah. really get get you there when i lost all that weight my motivation wasn't and i'm not trying to say that's not a good thing i know people want to look good i get that that's but looking good is is part of becoming healthy right. that's going to happen anyway if you live a healthy lifestyle you're going to look good you're going to right. feel good. That's part of that's the, a part of being healthy. But but when I was losing that weight, I didn't think, golly, I just uh, I want to lose weight because I want to I want to look great on the beach. No, my motivation was my kids. Right. That was it. I want to live longer for them. I want to see my grandkids. And the path that I was going would not. I was not going to do. I would not make it. I would have not got there and it's not fair for them there that that's something that has substance that that was enough drive for me to get me there right you have to find that find your find your drive find your motivation to get you there get up in the morning when you get up in the morning hit it hard right away so your two of your things are to have a concrete goal right not not a vague yes ethereal goal right like a very hard concrete this mm. is what i need to do you have to have that and then your motivation has to be something strong enough yes 
that you're willing to go through the suffering required to reach your goal. Right. And, you know, maybe it's uh, my cynical nature. <laughs> yeah. But I think if it's, uh, if, if we're talking about setting goals and achieving goals and working for your goals, right. it's going to be something that you're going to have to push through unpleasantness yes. to get to. Right. Like if it was an easy thing, you would have already done it. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. So I see what you're saying. It makes sense. Like you have to have the right kind of motivation that would push you through yeah. anything pushing back against you. You have to be, what I like to say is so. you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's right. what, that's the way it's going to feel because you're right. doing things that you've not ever done before. If you're going to achieve your goal, you're going to have to do things you've not ever had to do before to get there. You're stepping outside of your box. You're right. having to work and you have to be ready to put in that work. Cause if you're not, then all you're going to do is you're going to back down. You're going to sit on the couch and you're going to watch Netflix and you're not going anywhere doing that. I'm not saying you can't do that. I like a little Netflix too, but <laughs> I get to where if I'm watching, this is me. If I, I get to where if I'm sitting down watching TV, I'm thinking to myself, golly, I know there's something I can do. Be, I could be doing right now that could be, forwarding my progression on my goals, whatever that is. Oh, I know what it is. It's it's on the bike. I'll get on my trainer. I'll ride my bike because I know it's doing something for me to get closer to where I want to go. Right on. Yeah. Right. And so you were talking earlier, you were working with a group that specifically dealing with weight loss. Uh -huh. And I, I know you probably would never push the recommendation, uh -huh. but if asked, right. Would you recommend a vegetarian diet strictly for health? Like, like, do you feel, I know that people go back and forth and I'm not, I mean, this is a podcast, so there will be a lot of people, right. not a lot of people, but there, <laughs> there will be other people out there listening. Yeah. Uh, I am not trying to push you to make like a weird statement. Uh -huh. I'm just curious because that's the path you chose. Right. Well, now I will say. That I have, I do eat meat sometimes now. Okay. And I, and I can, I can explain that. Uh, I don't think you need to explain. Right. I, like, but I'm just curious, like, do you think it makes it easier to control like calorie intake and all that stuff if you avoid, cause I mean, the, I mean coming from somebody who's never tried, it seems like that would cut out a lot of fast food. Right. <laughs> right. Cause I yeah. mean, they're, they're, uh, well, that's all cheeseburgers and burritos, yeah. and there's not much. Well, Taco Bell does have some vegetarian stuff, but yeah, I mean, still, you know what I'm saying, like, right? So yeah, sure. that automatically forces you to eat better, right? Uh, I can tell you that um, vegetarian doesn't necessarily mean healthy, and I and and here's why: because you can, you know, <laughs> donuts are vegetarian. <laughs> okay. Ice fair. cream. Ice cream is vegetarian. You can eat those things all day, like I could, and and uh, you would gain weight. But I chose the vegetarian diet because I felt good eating the healthier foods. And you're right as far as it being easy, because I, like I said, I'm a creature of habit. If I want to lose weight, I know exactly what I'm going to eat, and it's boring. I don't know if you've seen a lot of these people that do bodybuilding, but they will do um, uh, meal prep. You've seen that I, maybe. Uh, so 
I don't talk about my job on here uh-huh. because my job is very strict about social, what you release online. Right. Uh, but it confines me to a car okay. for six, five to six hours a day, right. typically. So I do a lot of like cold sandwiches, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I would not be opposed to meal prep. Like I've done it in the past. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a while there where I was in pretty bad financial shape and it was a whole lot of beans and rice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, yes. uh, but, but yeah, so well, I'm sorry. That's all right. And that, and, and I'm glad you said that because, uh, a lot of, you'll see that a lot of, uh, successful bodybuilders. And if you, and if you watch, uh, actors who have to get real fit and in shape to do, to play their role in mm-hmm. whatever it is, uh, uh, three months or whatever. Right they will tell you what their diet is and it's always the same. And if you listen to them, it's always the same. And what it is, is it's broccoli, rice, and chicken or fish. Okay. All that it is every day. And they will tell you how bad it sucks, how bland that is. And it is, but they know that that's what they have to eat. That's what their trainers are putting them on to lose that weight. There's no fat in it. Uh, well, there's no fat. Uh, and I like, I, I, I'll eat, I love rice. I love beans and rice. I could eat beans and rice. I've got a five pound bag of rice oh, and man. a rice cooker sitting that over there. That is the main staple of my diet. I could eat beans and rice every day, all day. But I also eat a lot of oatmeal. I do a lot of oatmeal. And it, how easy is oatmeal? Yeah. Yeah, I've got steel cut. I so love steel cut. If I want to lose weight, if I want to really lean out, it's simple. I'll eat oatmeal in the mornings or for lunch and I'll have beans and rice for dinner. It's that simple. And I, and the weight will fall off and it is a calorie deficiency for me when I do that. But if you want to lose weight, you have to do, you have to be in that. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so, so wait, I'm sorry. So oatmeal for breakfast. Yeah. And what for lunch? Maybe for lunch too. Oh, and for lunch. Yeah. Okay. Are, are you comfortable talking about work? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just, you also, if I'm, I mean, I don't know exactly what you do. Uh-huh. I know kind of what you do. Yeah. Are you not confined to a very small space at work? I am. How do you make oatmeal? Well, <laughs> you can eat it cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. No, you can't. It's not that bad. You know, and oatmeal can be savory too. Listen, think of oats like rice. Okay. It is actually pretty good. You can put you can you can put um, you can put beans and oats and eat it that way. You can eat cold rice. Think of rice as bread. You yeah. can you can eat rice however you want it. You can eat it cold. You can eat it hot. I've eaten cold rice yeah. as long as it's kept in an airtight container. Right. Like if you let it if you let it get cold outside, it dries out. But, yeah. But yeah, I've 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 done that before. Yeah. But I couldn't cold cold oatmeal. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> okay it's not that bad if you say so yeah i've never tried it now but, now when i'm on the when i'm on the engine you can't heat you can heat for those listening i work for the railroad okay i'm a locomotive engineer I, right. I drive trains from uh somerset to either cincinnati or chattanooga right on. Uh, on these engines um you can they don't have a microwave but they have like a what we call a sidewall heater it's the heat it's to make the engine warmer for you. 
and you can oh, okay. like a baseboard heater in a house, kind right? And okay. I, you can set your food on it, and it will <laughs> it will heat it up. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I can do I can do something like that. But oh man, if somebody says, "Oh, I want to," you know, "I want to lose the weight like you," what do you eat? Oh, I, it turns them off immediately. Really, oatmeal and rice. I we I got to do more than. That. And you can still lose. Listen, you can still lose weight and in eat amazing things. There are recipes that are just amazing. Right. But me, when I'm out, it, it better be simple, real simple. Yeah. Or I won't. I won't be able to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and that's me. You know, like I'm in a car. I may not. I may not have a plate. I, you know, I may not be able to stop yeah. anywhere and use a microwave or right. a toaster oven or whatever. So I've whatever I can put in a cooler. Yes. And take with me all day. Yes. That's, that's what I can eat. Yes. Uh, so, okay. I've one more question. Yeah. So when you talk oatmeal, yeah. Are you talking like on the, on the side of the thing standard? Do you have like a half cup or whatever? Or I, you know, you, I generally will do two cups, which is, or no, a, uh, one serving is half a cup. Right. I'll do, well, I'll do one cup, which is two servings. That's a, that's 300 calories and oats alone. Okay. Um, uh, and, and I'm telling you, if you eat 300 calories of oats, that's a big bowl of oatmeal. Oh, yeah. It really is. Yeah. And you will be full if you can even get through it. That's that's the great thing about oats because it's so low in calorie, but it makes you feel full. And you're getting fiber. This may not be a direction we want to go on this podcast, but fiber is very important yeah. when it comes to losing weight. And unfortunately, a lot of these, these new diets that are out there that are uh, that people are getting onto some of them are not allowing you to get the fiber intake you need if you want to lose weight you're going to have to go to the bathroom that's part of losing weight and if if you're not going to the bathroom it's because you're not eating fiber and uh, uh, an individual needs at least at least 26 grams of fiber and some of these diets I, i'm telling and, uh, you daily you, or daily okay at least and some of these diets i'm telling you I've gone on it a couple of these diets just to see what it's like. And I'll, I'll notice that I'm not getting five or six grams of fiber. Ouch. And you're not going to lose weight if you don't get your fiber. You're not. Hmm. You got Interesting. Yeah. You've got to dispose of your weight somehow. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? That makes total sense. Yeah. All right. So, and then chicken, broccoli. Yeah. And... Well, and rice, right? Rice. Um, hmm. I'm a white rice, yeah, guy. I can do all the other rices, but um, white rice is, I just like it better. Um, I do, you know, and I do. I like salads, um, and I love fruit, any kind of fruit. The more colorful the fruit, the better. I love pineapple. Oh, I've been. I guess it's season right now. Yeah. Oh, I've been burning them up here lately. Oh, Everywhere's got pineapple. I will grab a pineapple and I will eat a whole pineapple for for maybe lunch. Or I'll get a cantaloupe and eat a whole cantaloupe for dinner. That's what I'll eat. Uh, and it's just so good. And it's so good for you. You just feel so much energy when you eat fruit. And some people are like, well, that's too many carbs. Yeah, but your body runs on carbs. I hate to break it to you. I hate to break it to some of these folks. Um, but your body runs on carbs and you do not want to, you don't want to, um, deprive it of carbs. Your brain runs on sugar. Yeah. 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 And that's, important. and that's where you get your sugars from carbs. And if you don't eat carbs, sugar don't get to your brain 
and you, <laughs> bad things happen if you don't get it to your brain. Um. Uh, yeah. 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 So, uh, the, the, what is uh, ketoacidosis in that diabetic coma, basically? And that what that is, where their yep. blood sugar goes down so low that their brain stops working. Yep. And there's the keto diet. Right. Yeah. And and look, I'm not I, I'm not talking bad about the keto diet. The keto diet allows you to have carbs. Uh, the ketogenic diet will allow you to eat some carbs. Uh, it's not as bad as the Atkins diet. The Atkins diet used to the Atkins diet didn't allow you to have any carbs. It's changed now. Yeah. So I've well, seen. Th- but yeah, what I was reading, I looked at a couple of them. I never actually did any of them because it sounded like too much work. Right. But but uh, when I was reading it. Uh, I think for the first week on Atkins, it was no carbs. Yeah. And then after that, it was like incidental carbs or okay. as long as you're matching carbs to fiber, yeah, then that was okay. Right. Like if you had six grams of carbs, as long as it had six grams of fiber. Yeah. Well, I think maybe the creators of the Atkins diet probably thought, you know, they need to eat vegetables too, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, or fruit. And they might need the little fruit, right? Yeah. Because like can't apples, just bananas, eat meat yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no, that what's that? Yeah. It's it's bacon wrapped in bacon. Right. On a bacon bun. Hey, although there is the car- <laughs> there is the carnivore diet. Uh there's a diet for everything. There is a look here, there's a Twinkie diet. <laughs> I'm not kidding. There uh, there is a Twinkie it. diet. And people lose weight on it. If you say so, what do they only let you eat one Twinkie a day? <laughs> you can lose weight on a Twinkie if you eat the lower amount of calories and your body burns, you'll lose weight. The problem is, is there's no nutritional value about a Twinkie whatsoever, right? And you'll die of scurvy. You will die of uh, vitamin any kind of vitamin, really, right. yeah. just because you're not getting it. You'll it'll be bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got a friend of mine. I'm, I'm not going to name any names, but. They have a, a history of using diet products. Okay. Sub, meal substitutes, yeah. whatever. And then, and I try to tell them, I'm like, that is not going to work for you. Yeah. Like, sure, you're going to lose weight while you're doing this. Right. But as soon as you start eating normal food again, right. You're going to gain the weight right back. Right. Uh, because you have to make. The, the 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 lifestyle changes it's right. not just and yeah it's like you're saying you're going to lose weight on those because you're going into a calorie d- deficiency yeah uh even if you don't get active which which uh, is i think it's important if you're going to try to lose weight for me a novice i i did it once and then i gave and then my life got turned upside down everything went downhill i had a really bad time for a long time yeah uh that's all turning back around now good Uh, i'm in a better place mentally uh everything all the way around right like uh just everything's going better for me now good uh but it's it's about to to me it's it has to be a more of a lifestyle change all the way around yeah like you need to change your diet and you need to change your activity Right, uh, because I've heard it said by a lot of the guys on cycling is uh, you can't out exercise a bad diet. Right, you and can't. No, you can't. And I know, uh, just for me, it, just changing your diet 
is not going to get me where I want to go. It'll help. Like I'll lose weight for sure. Like if I start eating better and yeah. start, I know my problems, my problems are portion control. Right. That's, that's my number. I don't really have a problem with sugars, sweets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really go for them. Not really my thing. Yeah. Like on a special occasion, I'll have a piece of cake or something, but right. for the most part, it's not my thing. Like if I want to eat something sweet, I've got a bowl full of apples and bananas in there. That's what I want for Good. sweet. That's great. But I'll eat six apples. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not good. Yeah. I get or, it. or, or, you know, like I'll sit down and instead of eating like a little bowl of cereal, uh-huh. I go get the, the big mixing bowl. And I'm like, yeah, yes. that's my cereal bowl. Yeah. You know, or go out to a restaurant and every restaurant, any sit down restaurant anymore. Right. Gives you two meals worth of food. Right. And I'll and sit there feel, and eat the whole thing. Feel obligated to eat it. Right. Yeah. If it's in and, front of you. Yeah. yeah. And, I know, I know those are my problems. So yeah. like when I'm trying, I have a food scale. Yeah. Oh, good. I weigh everything I eat. Yeah. Uh, I do all my own meal prep. Yeah. Good. Uh, just, and it works. I know it works. Right. It's just trying to, like I lost that motivation. Yeah. I lost the drive to do pretty much anything except go to work. Right. For a long time. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, I know, I know like you haven't seen me out at the club rides and and all that stuff very much and all that stuff so it's it's just because i was here right i was sitting watching tv playing video games yeah not doing anything yeah um but it's so i'm trying to turn it back around yeah uh and that's one of the reasons i was wanting to pick your brain yeah is just to well i can tell you too that if you you don't realize it but if you eat junk if you eat mm-hmm. crap it's just going to make you feel bad. It's going to make, it's going to make you feel like not doing anything. Right. If you and eat vibrant foods, if you eat fruits, it makes you feel better. It makes you feel more energetic, makes you feel more alive. Um, like I said, you know, you, if you eat, if you eat your apples or you eat, you need to eat fruits every day. It's jam packed with vitamin C, B12. Those are the things that that make you feel have the energy. A lot of your right. a lot of your energy drinks, although they're they're jammed with caffeine, a lot of your en- energy energy drinks will have B12s in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Because them, yeah. because that's what gives you uh, a boost. Well, you can get that through an apple. You can get that through pineapples or strawberries or. Hey, blend you get get your blender out and throw in some blueberries and some strawberries and uh, some some protein powder, and 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 blend that up and you you talking about good, it's so good. See, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was I was curious about that. Yeah. I, I've done I've done that from time to time too. Yeah, for breakfast, so good. I'll take some protein powder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you didn't mention any other liquid. So do you use any kind of a liquid for the base? You can. Uh, I like to use almond milk. Okay. Um, You can use regular milk, but um, I've always, even the, I even enjoy the taste more of almond milk um, or cashew milk. But yeah, you can use milk. It's just, it'll have a creamier texture to it. If you want to make a great smoothie, freeze the fruit. Freeze the fruit. Don't just think that it's, you can put ice in it, but it's not going to be a real smoothie texture. Okay. It's just going to be clumps of ice in it or something. Well, I just did it as like a shake. Okay. So I did some milk, protein powder, banana, yeah. strawberry, blender. Yes. 
Chug it down. Yes. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the perfect way to start your day. If you throw some protein in, you've got everything in there. You know, you've got your carbs and you've got uh, some, some fat with the milk and you've got uh, some protein in it. And it's a perfect boost for the day. And I, I drink I, I drink them all the time. My favorite, you're going to laugh. This is funny. This is going to be good. Uh, my favorite is what I call, the smoothie is what I call the Butterfinger smoothie. Okay. Yes. It's not by any means a Butterfinger. It's, it's spinach, a handful of spinach. Okay. Okay, wait. Sorry. Yeah. Fresh, I'm assuming, yes. like baby? Right. Baby yep, Baby spinach? leaves. Baby uh-huh. leaves? Okay. Handful of that. Throw that in there. Uh, some powdered peanut butter. Powdered peanut butter. PB2, have you seen oh, that? Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I uh, didn't know that's what that was. I've I seen t- it. Right, that's all that is. It's powdered peanut butter. It's just uh, a lot lo- lot less in fat. Okay. Throw that in there. And a, a scoop of protein powder. And if you want milk or whatever, that's fine. I just use water. Put that in there and, and blend it up. Now, okay. it's green. It is so very green, but I promise you, it tastes just like a Butterfinger. It tastes like a Butterfinger Blizzard from Dairy Queen. Okay. I kid you not. And this is how good it is. My son uh, once asked, he said, Dad, what are you making over there? I said, a Butterfinger smoothie. Would you like one? And he's so picky when it comes to eating. He said, and sometimes he knows some of the concoctions I make are just not, not into it. Right. He'll say, and so he said, nah, it's okay. I said, it's Butterfinger, dude. And he said, okay, all right. So I put it in a glass that was not see-through. Right. It had some sort of design as white glass. And I poured it in there, put a lid on it, and then a straw in there. I said, here you go, man. And he cautiously started sipping out and, and getting a drink. And he goes, man, that is, that's really good. That is a blizzard. That was a Butterfinger blizzard. And I said, told you, man, it's good. And he said, oh, man, thanks. So so then <laughs> I guess at some point he took the lid off <laughs> to look at it. Right. And it's just green sludge in there. Dad, <laughs> what is this? I said, it's the it's Butterfinger smoothie. And he said, uh, it doesn't look like a Butterfinger smoothie. I said, it is, man. He said, I said, do you want some more? And he goes, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> It's green, man. I ain't eating that. <laughs> he loved it until he saw it. Yeah. He thought this was the greatest thing. So, yeah, that's how good it is. It's Adam approved, so it must be pretty good. Right on. Yeah. Okay, so powdered peanut butter. Do it. Okay. You know what? I use, I'll use. i put that in uh, my oatmeal, too. Oh, man. Now, I put, I put peanut butter, just like a teaspoon of peanut butter. Hey, do that then. That's fine. Do that and also add some uh, powdered cocoa, and you have okay. a Reese's oatmeal. That's how I have to do things, man, because I love chocolate. Right. So, see, I got a Butterfinger smoothie and a Reese's oatmeal. <laughs> see, I don't know. It's like I'm not big on sweet stuff. Okay. So, I'll eat dark chocolate, like super dark chocolate, like almost bitter. Well, that's what I cocoa is. That. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I love that kind of stuff. But any, yeah. any like sweet chocolate. Yeah. <clears throat> but, okay. So, try that. cocoa. All right. And yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a thing of oatmeal and put it in my lunchbox. Do it. And I'm gonna eat cold oatmeal for lunch. <laughs> do it. <laughs> oh yeah. Do, hey, make it savory. Put some salt in there, man. Put salt in your oatmeal. Mm. I'm I see you. the weirdest thing I do is uh, Kevin McKinney. Yeah. I think 
Oh, yeah. Got me to start trying. I think it was him. It was one of those guys. It was, it was one of the guys from the race team back mm-hmm. a few years ago. Uh, I think it was him. Got me to start trying bulletproof coffee. Okay. And everybody looks at me like I'm weird when I... It's butter, uh-huh. coconut oil, yep. and coffee. Oh, yeah. And you put it in the blender. Yep. And people, when I say I put butter in my coffee, people are like, nope, I'm yeah. done. <laughs> it's actually I'm really out. good. It is <laughs> yeah. actually really good. It is. I I, I love it. Mm-hmm. And if I've got, if I'm going to be here mm-hmm. one morning for whatever reason, sometimes I can't start work until a certain time in the afternoon yeah. for whatever various reasons. Yeah. So if I've got the time, yeah, I'll, say, I'll still make it. Yeah. For a cup and just sip it. But that's the weirdest thing I've ever tried uh-huh. uh, food-wise. Yeah. I'm going to uh, – spinach? Yes. Peanut butter powder. Yes. Protein. And what what flavor? Vanilla. Vanilla protein. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to get some vanilla. All yes. I've got left is strawberry right now. Okay. Oh, right. no, don't do the, don't do the peanut butter. Well, I don't know. No, don't do the peanut butter and the strawberry. <laughs> well, it probably wouldn't taste like a Butterfinger. <laughs> it would not. With strawberry. No. Uh, but, yeah, because I was doing – bananas strawberries and strawberry protein powder yeah and making like breakfast smoothies yeah now you can Um, put some sweetener in there you know if you have stevia i don't know if you have sweetener but if you have stevia or honey uh you can do that i've got honey i use air every once in a while yeah um but typically with my drinks like coffee Uh black with cream yeah tea unsweetened yeah i'm just I, i don't know what it is i've never been big on sugar well you're good yeah. Um, like processed sugar. Right. Like I like sweet things. Yeah. Apples, bananas. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, and it, honestly, I think it's because I think I have like a cop out on this. Uh-huh. It hurts my teeth. Okay. Yeah. Like if I eat anything really sweet, if I don't get it off my teeth really fast. Yeah. Oh, it's like somebody jabbing an ice pick straight into my gums. Yeah. Oh, wow. So huh. I just avoid it. Yeah. I tell you. Um, I wish I had that. <laughs> or well, I gained so much weight. Yeah, but people, you know, people think you're rude. Yeah, they're like you go to the kids' birthday party and they're like, if I have a piece of cake, I'm like, uh, no thanks. Yeah, because I can't do the icing. Okay. Yeah, I, I see that. Um, but if if they do the Cool Whip icing, yeah. uh-huh. that's fine. Yeah. But like the buttercream, yeah, just can't do it. <laughs> um, I know we're running really long, man. I'm okay. sorry. No, that's I, all right. I appreciate yeah. you coming out. Yes, sir. Uh, there, there's, I want to talk to you about. One last thing, okay. and, and this is something that just kind of blew me away. Your photography, okay, man, is just—I <laughs> love your pictures, your photos. Yeah. Um, I know I saw you posted today. You got a new camera. I did. So what? What? What's the new? Uh, what's the new gear? It's a. Uh, it's just a. It, it's. You know, listen. I'm. I'm very amateur. I'm very. I'm not a professional photographer by any stretch of imagination. But I, I, I hope, I, I want people to see that they can take amazing photos with, even if it's just their phone. Right. The, the well, especially with phones now. The, the new iPhone, iPhone the new takes, Pixels. takes unbelievable photos. Yeah. Uh, but the camera I got uh, uh, is a Nikon DSLR. It's a 3400. Oh, nice. Uh, it is a little bit of an, an entry-level camera. It's funny. A lot of people they'll get these cameras thinking they're going to do awesome with it, and it's and it's so techy. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things you can do with it, right? And they just all they do is they get confused. They just want to put it on the automatic mode, and it, and they just kind of set it down, and they don't ever use it again, right? 
but once you once you do a little research and you start learning how to use it, you can do incredible things with it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'm and, not there yet. But. Well, <laughs> it, you know, it's just I just golly, it just I can't tell you how many YouTube videos I've watched of some of these protection uh, professional photographers that I follow on how to take shots. I think a lot of that too is natural. Um, oh yeah, it's I mean just, you ha- you have to have. I'm I'm decent with the technical side of it, uh-huh. like the triangle, ISO aperture, right? You know I'm I'm good with and okay I say I'm good with it and then now I can't even think of the third point. Uh, uh, <laughs> shutter speed. shutter speed yeah, yeah shutter right. speed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> ISO aperture and shutter speed. Like I'm pretty good at understanding all that. Yeah. But I don't have the the eye. Like, I don't see the shot. Yeah. I just have to shoot. Right. Like, I just, I'll shoot. I'll, if I go out to take pictures, uh-huh. I'll shoot 3,000 pictures. Right. And then I come home, and I'm just looking through these pictures. And like, ah, this sucks. This sucks. Yeah. This sucks. This sucks. <laughs> these all suck. This one's blurry. This was a good shot, yeah. but it's blurry. This one sucks. <laughs> this sucks. Framing's bad. Yeah. The, <laughs> so that's the struggle for me is yeah. just finding the one. <clears throat> yeah. Finding the, the shot. Right. And a lot of that too is I, I like to, uh, on some of my photos on Instagram, I will hashtag perspective. Right. And a, a lot of it is how you see it. It's listen, it's easy for someone to stand there and see a scene and get their camera out and just shoot it, shoot the shot like that. But that's not how you really, you know, that's not how you really see it. Put your put your camera down lower, you know, put it down low like you're looking eye level at it at at a scene. Or, you know, I, I'm I love photos with fences. Right on. Okay. Uh, or or barns. Get, get put your put your camera right up on the rail of that fence. And shoot, shoot uh, something in the background, uh, like a barn with it, with that fence right there on it. It's almost like you're leaning up against that fence. Make a photo. To me, I like to try to produce a photo like you're at the scene, like you're in it, like you're a part of that scene. And I think that's what makes uh, some of some of my shots uh, a little more interesting. You know, like one of the places I like to go is Cumberland Falls. Oh, love yeah, I love yeah, Cumberland Falls. Right. And you can go and stand in front of the, the falls there and you can you can take a picture and it will look great. But it's probably it may be a picture that a lot that a lot of people have seen. Mm-hmm. Do something different. If if it's fall outside, find a, a real pretty leaf and take a picture real close of the leaf with the falls in the background. That kind of makes it different and makes people say oh that's that looks good that looks different it looks nice <laughs> right. and yeah. so you know it's it's all about perspective it's not just about t- taking it out at eye level and shooting a picture and be being done with it that uh, it would still look good but for me it's trying to put the the lens in a position where it looks different or try you know trying fair to enough. anyway oh yeah fair enough yeah and a lot of it too is off uh, is Obviously, editing. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to discuss 
editing. I know that a lot of, uh, you know, on some of these groups that I'll put my photos, somebody will say, that's photoshopped. (laughs) Right. I mean, how many times have you heard that? Yeah. Here's the deal. If you go and have your child have their uh, senior pictures taken, Mm -hmm. or you you go to uh, you hire a professional photographer to do your family pictures. Right. They're not going to use their camera, snap the picture, and say, "Here you go." Right. That's not how that works. Yeah. They spend hours. You know this. They spend hours editing it. putting, you know, adjusting the uh, white balance, adjusting the saturation, uh, contrast. Sometimes on one photo, they might put two or three hours in it on one photo. Yeah. That's that's Photoshopping. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, what well, that is. But when it, when it, when it, it's unfair, when somebody says it's Photoshop, they immediately think you have completely just changed the picture. If I take a picture of Cumberland Falls, and there is a tree next to the image, and I use the removing tool, and I remove the tree from that scene and just have the falls, to me, that's Photoshopping. You are changing a detail about the scene that was not there. You are removing something. And and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Sometimes it's necessary, but... (laughs) Or if you add something, even... Yeah, you know that that could be a little deceiving, but changing the color is necessary. Your camera, when you shoot a picture, the white balance is going to be—it's probably going to be off anyway. Right, unless it's, you manually set your white balance every you put time. It, right, yeah. uh, so that's something that you have to adjust. It's not how the naked eye sees it. Uh, I do a lot of moon photos. Yeah, you yeah, know? and I love them, dude. Yeah, thanks. And I look at them and. So, <laughs> I'm a, like, I've tried. Yeah. I've tried to go out and take pictures of the moon. Yeah. I cannot get it to work. I'm like, what does he have, like a 3,000 <laughs> millimeter lens that he's like, but like, I take photos and I try and I like, I think my, my biggest zoom is like 300 millimeter. I zoom in as tight as I can get. I take a picture, try to get it. And I look at your pictures and like, there's focus and you can see the little craters uh-huh, and, the, uh-huh. and I'm like, I just see like a big ball of light. That's all I see in my photo. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's what you do. You uh, you lower your white balance all the way down. Make it go all the way down. Uh, your shutter speed needs to be really uh, high. You need to make the moon as dark as possible to completely take out that, to make it not look like a white blob. Oh, okay. Okay. You you need to make it very, very dark. That way you'll start seeing the detail of the moon. Um, if you just aim it and just try to shoot it, like I said, it, it, the white on it is going to be next to the black sky is going to be so bright that right. it's not going to be able to focus on that correctly. Now, I have a 60-time digital zoom on one of my cameras. I bought the camera mainly because my um, Adam, my middle child, is in marching band. And okay. if I'm in the stands, I wanted to be able to zoom in on him real good and get a picture of him while he's on the field. Right. But then I aimed it at the moon and thought, holy moly, if there are aliens on the moon, I'm going to see them with <laughs> nice. this thing, you know. Uh, so, but when I first used it, I thought, I can't see nothing. And But like I said, if you dial it down, way down on the white balance, almost as dark as you can get it, 
uh, you'll start seeing real good clarity on the moon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I never, like I've done uh, bracketing. Uh-huh. Just played with that. I've played with tilt shift. Done some of that. Yeah. But low light has always stumped me. Like right. I've never really, un- like my, because it's hard for me, uh-huh. it's the, fa- it's my favorite picture that I've ever taken. Uh, we went to Cumberland Falls one night and I got a shot of the moon boat. Oh man. And it's not great. Yeah. Like my picture is not great. There's people walking through the frame. They uh-huh. got their phones held out in front of my camera. Yeah. Uh, so you'd see like little white streaks all through it and everything where they wave their phone around. Yeah. Cause I'm taking like a four minute exposure. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and all I can see is like a little, you can't even see the art. Uh-huh. It's just like a little band of color. Yes. That's about a foot long in the picture. Uh-huh. But I'm just, that's like, pretty incredible that but, you got that. But when people, when anybody else looks at it, yeah, because it's a four minute exposure uh-huh. taken at night, yeah, it looks like daytime. Okay, you know, so yeah. they look at it and they're like, well, "What's the big deal? It's coming the falls." I'm like, "It's the moonbow, man. That's the moonbow." <laughs> yeah, and I, I've had arguments with people where they argue with me that I took that photo during the day. Oh, wow! I'm like, no, man. I was out there at eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> With a tripod, almost gotten two fist fights <laughs> because uh, some lady told her kid to go play under my tripod. Wow! And I mean, I'm you know I'm a hobbyist, but I've got a decent I've got a D750. Nice. So it's a full frame. Yeah. DSLR. Nice. Um, I had a you know glass, and when you get into photography, glass is the expensive part. Yes. I had a lens that costed almost as much as the camera body. Right. Sitting on a tripod. Oh my god. And this this lady tells her kid to, and and I'm right on the edge. Yeah. Cuz I got there early so I could be up front. Mm-hmm. And this lady's telling her kid, oh, "Just go play under there." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no. Yeah. Well, you're there's all kinds of space under there." I'm like, "I don't care." Right? And, and then some dude like, so finally get that dealt with. Uh-huh. And then some old guy comes up behind me and starts giving me grief because I've been standing here for so long, taking up all the, because I had my tripod set up. Like, well, yeah, I got here at like yeah. eight o'clock wow. to set up so I could get a good spot. Like, yeah. if you wanted to see it, get here earlier. Like, <laughs> Yeah, good grief. I mean, a so, four minute exposure too, you know. Yeah, and I, well, I mean, that was just, that was the one that actually came out. Yeah. I, I probably took 30 or 40. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I haven't tried my hand at that. I, I, I thought, I, uh, but I know how hard it is to get a picture of it, a good picture of it. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe one day. I don't know if I'm there yet, but uh, of this, if it hadn't rained so much, uh-huh. this February, the full moon that just happened, uh-huh. would have been perfect. Yeah. Uh, but there has to. It had rained so much, right? That there was no real fall. fall. Yeah. So it won't really miss enough to do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um. So I did, but because it's so, it was so cold that night. Yeah. A lot of people won't go right. because it's cold, mm-hmm. and that's the better time to go. Yeah. No, no doubt. <laughs> so, and yeah. I've heard. I don't know if it's true, but I've heard that the the low temperatures help the moonbow look better. Yeah. So sure, that's, it's that's probably my, it would uh, crystallize more 
probably through the air. Yeah, I don't know, but that's that's I've heard that it looks better in cold weather. I have a friend. His name is um, his name is Doug. Anyway, if you go into the gift shop of mm-hmm. Cumberland Falls, almost every photo of the falls that's matted in there is from him. Oh, nice. He took those pictures and he sells those there in the shop. <clears throat> there is one that's in there that is it's at night, obviously, but. It is a beautiful picture of the falls with the Milky Way above it. Oh, nice. It is stunning. Like, next level awesome. You could not get a better picture than that. And, wow. Oh, he is, he is, he's good at his craft. I've seen, I don't know, it might not be him, but I've seen a couple of uh, drone videos that one person... Does of Cumberland Falls? Yeah. Uh, I think his name is Ben Childers. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You okay. have to have a, a... Ben is really good at... Obviously, he's really good at the drone stuff. But you have to have a license. You know, I have a drone, too, that I use that I take photos of. Oh, a lot of my photos. Nice. The sunsets and stuff are from the my drone. Uh, but what he does is he has to have a license. If you get a drone... <laughs> do you have a drone? No. Okay. Any kind of drone that you get, if it weighs more than uh, half a pound, if it weighs more than half a pound, you have to reg- you have to register it. Yeah. And there are a lot of rules that go with drones. Yeah. yeah. W- one is is you can't f- you cannot fly your drone within five miles of an airport, any right. airport. Right. You can, but you got to call the tower and you got to say, hey, I'm I've got this drone. I'm going to be here at this time. Can I fly it? Most of the time, they'll say sure. Uh, keep but, it under a certain altitude or whatever. Right. But. One of the rules, though, is that you cannot fly a drone at a state park unless you have a license for it. Right. To do it, and Ben has Ben has those license to do that. Nice. Yeah. yeah. A buddy of mine has a DJI. Oh, uh, Phantom. Oh, I think. wow. That's that's uh, uh, that's a bigger model of the DJI. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he bought it about four or five years ago. Uh huh. <clears throat> Uh, and he had to get an FAA license or yeah, whatever. He did. Yeah, he he, did. he got that. Yeah. And uh, we took it out one time yeah. to go take some pictures. <laughs> and I forgot what happened. Something happened and he tried to catch it. Like, I don't remember. I don't remember what happened, but he tried to catch it. Uh-huh. And he, like, misjudged. And the rotor got him on the hand and cut his finger pretty good. Oh, man. Like, it surprised me. Oh, yeah. Like, Those things are going, or they're moving. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I knew they were, but I, I mean, they're still just plastic. I, like, they I are, but, but they're ooh, so it, thin. Yeah. It's it got so, him good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I don't, yeah. So we put it back in the backpack and we didn't, we didn't use that anymore <laughs> that day. We just we just stuck with the cameras. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of regulations with those. You can't fly them above a group of people. I don't know if you ever watched the YouTube video, uh, and it, the Phantom is what reminds me of it. It's a larger Phantom drone. Uh, the guy that's there, it's Olympics maybe, and he's down, he's doing, they're doing downhill skiing. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. And the drone they were using to film up above falls from the sky. Oh. And it lands just behind the skier. Like oh, misses man. him by a millimeter. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing is, an enormous sized drone. Right. If it would have hit him, it would have knocked him out. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So they stopped flying drones for fear that it would do that again. It would actually hurt somebody. Yeah. I yeah. can imagine. Yeah. Well, I know uh, 
wasn't it this last Olympics that they had like a like fifteen hundred drones? Uh, those are so cool. Yeah, doing like a light show at yes. night or something. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the thing now that in China where they have the drones uh, on the streets where they light up? They don't want to do uh, like a zoo. That's their zoo or their circus, but they don't want to use real animals. No. So at night they use these drones to make it look like they light up like and look like moving animals lit up. Oh wow! It's <laughs> I haven't <laughs> yes, seen that. No. Yes. Okay. Look it up. It's incredible. It's unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, another thing that just absolutely blew me away. I don't know how long you've been doing photography. Uh-huh. I just became aware of it when you started the the Facebook page. Yeah. Uh. I don't know how long some of this other stuff had been in the works, but like you start a Facebook page, <clears throat> you've got three or four of your photos featured in local news reports. <laughs> uh, your work is in a gallery in Richmond. Yeah. You're selling prints already. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> holy smokes, this guy is rocking it. <clears throat> and as somebody who does, like I've never tried to sell my photography. Yeah. I always have a low opinion of anything I do. Right. So I just don't think I like other people tell me, Oh, your pictures are great. Yeah. People would pay, people would totally pay for those. And I'm like, nobody's going to pay for my picture. It's not, I'm not, you know, I felt the same way. I have felt the same way. And and then I look and and you're selling prints. You got them. and, And I'm like, Holy cow, this dude is just killing it, man. Yeah. And just, that is so awesome. Yeah, like to well, me, that you. is amazing, dude. Yeah. And your photos are astonishing. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Like I love, I don't know. I'm not asking for the secret sauce. Yeah. I don't know what it is you do, but the way you make the colors like just pop yeah. in the pictures yeah, is phenomenal. Well, I appreciate it. I'm, I've been blessed. I'm like you though. I thought, you know, you know, I'll say, nah, you know, my photos aren't that good. And somebody said, you know, you could sell a lot of those. And I just put it out there and, and, and you have to believe that they, you know, you have to believe that, that they're good enough. You have to believe that you are good at your craft. It's like we were saying earlier, you got to believe that you got to believe in that and then see where it goes. Just see what happens. Uh, I, I didn't have any real intentions of ever selling my photographs. Um, so how did you get from no intentions to doing it? Yeah. To doing it. I mean, uh, you're doing it right now. Yeah. And that's amazing. I create all, I, you know, all I did was I created this, this page. Um, you know, I, a lot of it too, was I started on Instagram and I would share these photos. And if you hashtag a lot of these different places, they will share your photos like a, a tourism, Kentucky tourism might see it. Hey, do you mind if we share the photo? Please do. That's great. I'm honored. Uh, and they'll share, and then other people will like it, and then you'll get a message. Hey, are are you selling these? Can you? Will you sell them? I'm like, uh, not really ever thought about that. And then you get enough people asking if you would sell it, and then you think, well, let's see if we can make that happen. Right. You get in touch with them, and they'll say what they want. You know, I had to figure out. I had to figure out what you sell photos for, um, and that's that's not easy to do. I, Honestly, I don't make a real profit, a whole lot of profit on my photos. Right. A lot of that too is, is because I think, well, I'm not a professional photographer. I'm not going to charge a professional price. Right. Uh, 
And I'm okay with that, honestly. I'm glad people enjoy them. So I just start the page and I put these photos on there and I let people know if you like them, I can I can make you a print and I will I'll mail it to you and you 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 pay me this price and we're, and it's fine. And so yeah, I've got an, I've got an enormous response from folks uh <laughs> that are asking for 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 prints and for canvases and it's it's just been amazing. It's it's my heart is overflowing from it that people enjoy it that much. And I hope that I can continue producing uh, and getting good photos uh, because I know I've got some pretty bad ones too, you know? Yeah. And I think, golly, if I, if I post this one, is it going to be as good as the last one? Am I going to be disappointing somebody, you know, but yeah. I, I just put it up there and, it, oh, and, and some people like some things and better than others. There are folks out there that just love the flower prints. Flower yeah, stuff, I right. love it. Uh, that's one of my uh, biggest sellers is the sunflower print that I have with the bee in it. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's really pretty. And then some folks love the barns pictures oh, yeah. and the fence pictures, uh, the farming stuff. Uh, and then a lot of people like the fall stuff. But you know, different people like you know they like different things. I get a good response from. Uh, the moon, the moon with the barn. That's my favorite uh, picture is the moon that's over the, the barn, you know, so. The one you just recently posted? Uh-huh. Where it's kind of like a blue, everything has kind of like a that, little bit That of a one's blue. a good one. I really like doing the one over a, a farm that's behind uh, Southwestern School. Okay. Uh, elementary school, uh, Southern Elementary. Um, it's, it's, Kim, it's the wet, it's a Weddell farm. Okay. And it's just where the sun rises there. The sunrise is just perfect position. And then uh, the, when the moon comes out, it's in a perfect position to take photos. And it's, yeah, it's great. See, that, that's another thing. Like, I used to take my camera with me uh-huh. everywhere. Yeah. And I quit. Yeah. But I see stuff all the time. And I think just for a split second, wow, yeah. that would make a really amazing picture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I never pull over and take the picture. Yeah. And I regret it sometimes. Yeah. Like there was one day and I probably will never see this again. Um, just the perfect circumstances, but I was driving on 461 between here and uh, Mount Vernon. Uh-huh. And there was a big huge tree. I I'm, I have no idea what kind of tree. Yeah. Big huge tree out in the middle of a field. Yeah. And the big huge gust of wind came. Oh. And it blew, I mean, it looked, it was eerie. It blew all of the pollen off the tree. Oh, man. And it looked like a cloud of mustard gas. Oh, wow. Coming across this field. Yeah. And I was just like, well, one, I'm never going to be able to get the colors to come out right. Yeah. Like, cause like you're saying, like when you pull the camera out, it, the white, it auto white balances and, and it just, yeah. But I mean, it did, it looked exact and it, and it wasn't, I'm not talking like little specks here and there. Yeah. I mean, it looked like a fog bank. So rolling across this field. That would have been really hard to capture. And, uh, I just didn't do it. And, uh, other, that fruit market Uh out there, not the one that's a big red barn. I can't remember the name of it. Burnett's. 
I yeah. can't remember the name of it. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's just out past like TTA on the left right there. I don't know. I can't remember what it's called, <laughs> but they had a bunch of sunflowers growing. It's Burnett's. Okay. And that's where a lot of my sunflower shots are. Yeah. And there was, there were so many days cause I drive that a lot going to the interstate uh-huh. and there were so many days that I was like, man, I just want to pull over here real quick and get a picture of the sunflowers with that big red barn in the background. Uh, yeah. Have you seen my picture of that? I didn't know that's what it was. Cause that's not the angle. Oh yeah. I was looking at it. Oh, from, I got you. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I've seen the picture of the sunflower with the bee. I yeah. know that one that you're talking about. Check it out because I've got a. It's it's another one that a lot of people um, like and have purchased is the one with the barn behind it. Okay. And the, and the sunflower. Um, but yeah, it's just it's perfect perfect scenery. I, I do a lot. Of, I love tree shots too. I just I love. And I was very the, fortunate. The tree. Uh, for Valentine's Day this year, uh-huh. I got a 20 millimeter lens. Oh my. I'm so excited. Yeah. Because I like landscape photography. Yes. More than like portraiture. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to getting out with a big 20 oh, angle, man. 20 millimeter. No doubt. That's what uh, I, that's what I, this, the new iPhone that come out, mm-hmm. iPhone, uh, I got the 11, no, the 11 plus. The only thing I wanted it for was the wide, the new wide angle lens that's on it. Right. Because you can get so much in the shot and it's, it's it's incredible. That's that's a great thing too, though. Is is like you're saying you don't have, you don't always have your camera with you, but with the with the iPhone, you could just real you know you could just snag it out of your pocket and try, you know, to get the shot. Yeah, well, that's a new concept for me. Uh-huh. I've uh, I've never. I hate contracts. Yeah. So I've never done big phones. Uh-huh. I always buy my phones outright out of pocket uh-huh. so my phones are usually low end i got you and the cameras in them aren't very good yeah uh the last phone i had was actually at that point was the best phone i'd ever had yeah uh but the camera in it was terrible okay it had good processor good ram you know display was nice yeah but the camera was horrible on it right uh, this phone that i have now is the first phone that i've had and it was cheaper um, but it's the first one I've ever had that has a decent camera on it. So yeah. it's, it's new territory for me to try to think of my phone yeah. as a camera. Yeah. Oh, it's, um, you know, one time, not, it wasn't too long ago. Uh, I went to go pick my daughter up from her friends early morning and it must've been around six thirty. It's still dark and I'm on my way to go get her and I see, a streak of light going across the sky and it looked like what appeared to me an uh, uh, asteroid right streaking across the sky it was, it was crazy i thought am i really seeing this it was bright it had a it had a huge uh trail to it pitch black dark and then i saw what looked like uh it detached from that stream with a little rock continuing to go further i took my phone out and i snapped several shots of it because i couldn't believe what i was seeing right i thought well are we are we getting ready to get hit (laughs) you know i mean is this we're getting ready to have a movie here this is is gonna be crazy and so on my way 
to get my daughter, I mean, that streak of whatever was still there lingering in the sky. Oh, wow. And I kept, and I looked it up and I thought, okay, then maybe it was a near miss or whatever. I don't know. It's crazy. And so, and I also uh, messaged uh, LAX right tv uh news about it on facebook asking them if they know what knew what it could be so i'm while i'm googling what if there was something that come by sure enough there was a a, a rock or a comet or whatever the size of uh or a meteorite the size of like the empire state building oh wow that was dangerously close to the earth and i thought that's it <laughs> nope that's not what that was <laughs> oh okay <laughs> Uh, I, I did a little more research, and apparently what it was, it was a SpaceX uh, s- a spacecraft they had launched from Florida Yeah, that went off course. Oh. It, instead of going, you know, straight up, right? it went off course and started going <laughs> the sideways, the other direction uh, with some tef- oh. technical, there, everybody's, every, there were people on, everybody was okay, but they had some issues, technical problems, and it caused it to go off path. And that's what I was seeing. I was seeing the, the, the capsule of the rocket depart from it. Oh. All the way from Florida. Holy smokes. It was crazy. And so LAX had mess- messaged me uh, back and said, and said what they thought that 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 was too and they evidently did some research because then they put it on their their website the picture oh nice and it it made the the their news with my photo on it and uh it was funny because they put the quote um, of what i said where i thought it must have been uh it looked like to me a a a meteorite i wonder but it wasn't it was a, a spacecraft and I said, maybe they were going after, maybe it had Bruce Willis on it. <laughs> they put that all in there. And everybody, <laughs> everybody's like, that guy's from Kentucky, you know? <laughs> wow. Well, it's not that bad. I mean, it could be, you know, today yeah. a Florida man. Yeah, that's true. They said they could see that all the way up in Maryland. Jeez. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, though, once they get up to low Earth, low Earth yeah. orbit, at, like exiting the atmosphere, right. They're moving. Yeah. So, I mean, they could have just, I mean, it, it might not necessarily been straight over Florida. Right. If they arced. Yeah. I mean, they could have been coming up over Kentucky and over Maryland. Right. Well, and the thing is, is I'm glad I had my phone. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I was able to rip it out there and, and take some shots, and it turned out pretty good. So Yeah. Well, always in the past, I saw a little comic on the internet that is, is a perfect example. It's of my old phones. I don't, maybe the new one too. I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. But you look up and you're like, oh man, the moon is so beautiful. Uh-huh. It looks huge. I love it. Yeah. And you pull your phone out and you take a picture. I know. And it looks and so it's just tiny. like it's like a little peeny tiny dot. Yep. Right in the in the picture, and you're like, yeah. that is not what I see. Right. <laughs> like that, I see I this know. beautiful moon, and I you know. get like a little speck of light. And I I know, and I wish I I, I would love for people to to realize. When they see some of my photos, they'll say, "They'll they'll say, but my the moon on my photo is not that big." Well, that's that may be true, but if you zoom in on the actual scene, the moon is that you got to put focus. What I like to do is double. I do a, a double exposure. Okay. On right. a, on a picture, if you had if you have a, a shot with the moon over a barn 
and you try to just take a, a one photo of them both, it's not going to come out right for several different reasons. One is, is it's your your lens is either going to focus on the barn, and if it's focusing on the barn, your moon's going to be a white blob. Right. Or if you focus on the moon and you get details out of the moon, then your barn's going to be too dark to even see it. Right. You can't do both. Your camera will not let you do both. Right. So you've got to take a picture where you've got a good shot of the barn and, and keep your camera in the same place on a tripod. But then your next photo that you take, focus, on, focus it in on the moon, get it detailed, and then overlap them in right. one shot. Creates the perfect... And that's what you're seeing. That's when, if you're not, if you don't have your camera, that's what you're looking at. Your eyes are able to to see them both focused. Right. You can the, see the human eye is capable of a high dynamic range. Exactly. <laughs> and a camera is not. It's a not. camera is capable of single range. Right. And so you double, you put them together, and you've got what your naked eye can see. It's not, it's not photoshopping in a sense that it's not real. It's real. Right. It's just that you have to do some things to make it look like what you are looking at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it you know, anybody can do it. It it just takes some practice, you know? I don't know that anybody <laughs> can do it. Like I said, I can take pictures, but I have a hard time finding that good, artistic, appealing shot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I just, like like I said, like, I saw those sunflowers in that barn and I thought that's pretty, I would like to get a picture of it. Yeah. You got the shot. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But I'll, even if I had gotten out and taken the picture, it's, it's not going to, you know, to me, when I take a picture, it's a picture. Yeah. When somebody else takes a picture, it's art. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, (laughs) it's art because it's, that's, their perspective. You're looking at how that person is able to take a picture. Jason could have his own perspective. And somebody might say, golly, Jason, I love how you did that shot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody everybody has a different way of how they look at things or how they want to shoot a shot. You just got to be able to figure out a way to utilize your camera or your phone that's in your hand to, to get that shot. When you see it and you and you when you're looking at sunflowers in a barn, how are you looking at it? What what in your mind would make that shot look really, really good? In my mind, it's 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 closing in on the sunflower and having it having the sunflower really big and then having the, the barn kind of as a backdrop. It's that's what makes it look good to me. Um, right. You know, that's my perspective. And I and that's and I'll have, that's what I'll do. I'll get out there and and I'll take different angles to see which one looks best. Uh, I can I can also tell you that the sunflower shot that I took the of the, the big sunflower mm-hmm. may not be as great if it hadn't if it doesn't have the bee in it. The bee kind of makes the shot. Uh, it's uh, something that catches your eye. Oh wow! That's look at the bee. It's 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 clear. I've never seen a bee like that. Right. Uh, and I aimed, I waited for the bee. Uh, the, first of all, I didn't wait for a single singular bee to fly in on that sunflower. There were many bees there. Right. Uh, but I waited for it to get to where it's at and, and then take the picture. Yeah. I've tried yeah. that. Yeah. 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 
two things I've, I love trying to get a picture of are bees. Uh-huh. And I've tried to get them. We went to the Arbor, Arboretum uh-huh. in Lexington <clears throat> and trying to get a picture of a bee pollinating the flowers. Right. I thought that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Those little suckers are not cooperative no. fo- photo subjects. They will not sit still. I know. Yeah. Uh, and Or a dragonfly. Right. I would love to try to get a really tight, because I've got a macro lens. Yeah. Oh, man. And I would really love to try to get like a real tight shot. Yeah. And I just, they, zoop, they're gone. I know. Every time. I know. <laughs> the, the good thing about a, a, if like on the sunflowers, the, if the bees are kind of, they're not, they don't stand still, but they get on, they get on that flower and they, I don't know that, well, that day in particular, they were all about just hanging out on the flower, no matter how close to one I got. Uh, it wasn't just flying around. It was just staying there. Oh, nice. And, yeah. So, but I can see what you're saying. You know, as, as far as the dragonfly, the best, you, like if I was trying to get a picture of it, I, I would know that it would not sit still. So I would just put a super high shutter speed on. Right. Hoping I could get a, a, a good shot that's not blurry. And then I would just digitally, uh, you know, crop it up and, and zoom in on it. It it would not have the same effect. It would not be detailed as good. But yeah. with with some of these um, editing things that you can do, it would help a little bit. Yeah. It would reduce some right. of the noise on yeah. it. Yeah. Another one I like is uh, when I went with Omar to do the twenty uh, four hour, or well, he does the twelve hour oh, yeah. TT uh-huh. in California, and we get out to the desert out there, and we're on the road, uh-huh. and this thing was big enough. That as we were driving, we were driving slow because it was like it was in the city limit, so we were doing like twenty miles an hour. Uh-huh. But it was big enough that from the road, I saw a tarantula. Oh my god! Crawl- walking through the desert. What? And I, yeah, and I said, "Dude, stop, 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 stop! I have to get a picture of this tarantula." <clears throat> He's he, wow. He stopped the car, pulled off, yeah. yeah, and I got out, put my macro lens on. No. And, yeah. No. Yeah. I walked right up <laughs> nope. to it. And I mean, I was cautious. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would uh, be. But I stood still, and it stopped walking. Mm. And I just stood there for a minute. Was it going to eat you? Did it have plans no. on jumping? No, on your it face? was. It was about as big as my hand oh, spread. A little, it's a little big thing then. Uh, <laughs> but I was ca- like, if it had reared up, I would have left it alone. Yeah. But it just stayed down, and I. Got a little closer, and when I took the picture, my lens was about four to six inches from the spider. Nope. <clears throat> but nope. I love it because I focused in, and you can see all eight oh, eyes. Wow. On its head. Yeah. And the big fangs, and yeah. And I did. I, that's the one I really like is you can see like the big fangs and the eyeballs and all that stuff. Mm, I'm not that uh, guy. <laughs> I'm not but, that. But I did a bunch of shots though with the macro lens and oh. just from different angles. Yeah. And it, the, the little bug was very cooperative. It stood there. It didn't squirm around. It, it just, was probably thinking of ways it was going to kill you. Uh, it wasn't that big. Oh yeah. Just the size of your hand. <laughs> just the size of my hand. Uh, and they're not they're You can, people have them as pets. I mean, sure. They'll walk on your hand. Yeah. I don't, they're not. Well, I mean, some are, but like tarantulas yeah. are, not really aggressive. Yeah. They they if they're going to 
be aggressive towards a larger animal like a human like a human right. they'll rear up and make them like make themselves look big oh you know they'll rear up on their and put their front legs up in the air yeah all like Ooh, get away from me yeah and so if it had postured like that i would have left it alone that's good enough for me uh but i'd have left it alone i like that uh and then the picture i t- uh, sent you um when we went to oh, man. the grand canyon oh gosh beautiful Wow. That was, yeah. I could, I've said this on the podcast before, but I'm a cynic. And my whole life, I've been like, oh, the Grand Canyon, the big ditch. Yeah. It's just a really big ditch. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, until you go there. Oh, I can imagine. And it really is stunning. Yes. I mean, it's more than just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is a big ditch. It's just a it mile is. wide, right. big, huge ditch. But right. just the colors yes. and the landscape and everything, it just, it's really, really beautiful. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I was, <laughs> so I sent you that photo and you yeah. were like, oh yeah, that's cool, but I would do it like this. And you sent it back and I'm like, that's so much better <laughs> than what I did. I <laughs> uh, just, you know, but so. but I'll tell you what, this is no joke. I have somebody that said, will you edit this for me? Will you, will you try to? And I was like, yeah, sure, it won't take me but a few minutes. And then they'll send it to me, and I'll edit to them, or I'll edit it, and then I'll send it to them, and I'll say, what do you think? And they'll say, uh, nah, I don't know. I'll, I'll just try to work on it myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good enough, you know? Yeah. That's fine. I mean, everybody has different aesthetics. Sure they do. But- uh, and somebody somebody might say, well, that's, you you know, you made that too you made that too bright. And I, I get it. I, look. I, you know, I love saturation and I have been guilty of oversaturating pictures sometimes a lot. I'm, I'm doing better with that, but I do, I, you know, I love, golly, I love color. I, I just love, like you said, I love color when I like to see it pop, but I have got, I have gone a little overboard on the saturation and, um, uh, again, I'm trying to do a little bit better with that, but, uh, you know. It's it's like you said. I mean, it's however somebody. That's part of it. That's what makes it art. Is 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 doing it how you see it. Yeah, exactly. You know, a lot of yeah. people just do uh, black and white photos, or uh, you know, and and that's cool. I've seen some amazing black and white photos. I probably wouldn't. I don't know if I could ever do that, or you know, it's got to be a special scene to do that. Uh, black and white is so hard, right? Because it's all about lighting. All about it, and. and I'm working, and I've had, you know, and I've had some folks ask me to do, you know, I've had some people say, well, you do our, my daughter's senior pictures. Yeah, I've had people ask me that. Yeah. And like I said, I'm more about nature and landscape. Right. And people don't understand that that's a totally different kind of photography. Yes. Than portraiture. Right. And I always decline. Uh, you know, I have, I have declined it. But, you know, I, it, last year I took some photos of Adam downtown Somerset. And I thought to myself when I was done taking them and I did some editing, I thought these look just as good as any senior picture I've ever seen. Right. Maybe maybe I could do something like it. I, I don't know if I will because I enjoy landscape photography a lot. And there's some different kind of pressure. Uh, about yeah. taking pictures of, yeah. of other families and other kids. You know, if it's my own, you got it or you didn't, no big deal. If right. it's with others, 
you better hope there's some good ones yeah, yeah or exactly. they're going to be disappointed and and that's that's a moment you can't really get back i don't envy those people that that do yeah. that at all wedding photographers oh my gosh yeah that is a singular moment right. that if you don't get right it's gone yeah you know and or for a while it is anyway yeah and uh i just don't know i would i'd like to try it but but wedding photography is not something i want to practice on you know yeah, yeah. you I, I almost would. need you almost that's that's one of the trade that's one of the photography things where you almost need to be like an apprentice yeah situation yeah where you you go with somebody and just kind of be their backup right and learn yeah I, I have friends that do it oh good and yeah but i just i'm not really good with people yeah so right portrait yeah. photography is you have to be good with people. People have to like you because they're not going to smile for you if yeah. they're mad at you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just, I'm, I'm not big on it. And, and like you're saying, like, I don't need the pressure for yeah. me. I, it's like when I like cycling, uh-huh. I love cycling as a hobby, right? It's fun. It helps me get in shape and yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. I would never want to be on the race team. Yeah. Because then you, it's, well, you have to train. Right. You have to put in X number of miles. You have yeah. to do this. You have to do that. You have to be at the race. You have to do well at the race. Yeah. I don't need all that pressure. Right. For something that I just want to do for enjoyment. For fun. Yeah. Right. And it's right. the same thing with photography. I enjoy going out, hiking, yeah. walking the woods, going down to like Natural Arch, going to Red River Gorge. Right. And just being out in it sure. and just taking my time, yeah, finding the finding the place I like and taking photos. Uh, and like you were saying about removing things, uh-huh. at Red River Gorge, I went to Creation Falls. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you've ever been there. I have. Okay. So it's, if nobody, if anybody else hasn't, it's, it's a really shallow falls and it's not like a waterfall. Mm-hmm. Um but the day I was there, it was warm and there was a lot of people camping and all of the kids in the area were climbing up to the top of the falls and sitting down and sliding down the falls like a water slide. Yeah. And I was, man, I just want to take a picture of the falls. Yeah. I had to sit there for an hour until I could catch like a two minute window where nobody was running up and down. Yeah. And I just snapped pictures. Yep. Just as fast as I could, yep. just different exposures, different yep. lighting, different thing, just trying everything. And then people were all over it again. But if, you know, if that's portrait photography, nobody's going to sit there for an hour waiting right. for the right shot. Right. You know, right. it's so, yeah, I just, yeah. I, I don't know how well, I well would deal with the and that's the thing too, is, is I'm, I'm a little different in that. I say to myself, I, I wouldn't be, good, I would not be any good at portrait photography. Well, then all the the competitive nature in me says, well, then you need to do it. <laughs> you need to get it there and do it and be really good at it. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I don't do it a lot now, but I'm going to work at it. And who knows? I, you know, we'll see. Uh, why not, man? Yeah, just give it, a, give it a shot. Yeah. I, you know what I really want to do, and I haven't done, and and some people say it's so easy to do. I really want to get a shot of the Milky Way. I've I've oh, 
I've watched videos, oh. and but I don't. I just I still don't understand how they do it. I I kind of got an I got a, a little bit of an understanding, and I'm going to get one. I'm going to get one soon. You just you got to be in a you got to be in an area where there's not a lot of light pollution. Light pollution, yeah. And that's that's not easy to do. No anymore. Uh, I check there. So there's a website. I think it's called Dark Map. Yes. That shows, shows you where right. the best places are. Uh-huh. And there's one that's not terribly far from here. Really? Uh, it's over, it's in West Virginia. So, I mean, it's. Okay. My definitions of distances have been skewed by my job. <laughs> West Virginia's still four or five hours away. Right. But, I mean, that's not like ridiculous. I mean, yeah. it would be like an overnight trip. Okay. For sure. Yeah. But. There's a place in West Virginia that's about five, five and a half hours each yeah. way yeah. from here that's pitch black on dark map. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> Let's go try it out sometime. I mean, yeah, I would I'm love serious. to try. Yeah, Let's I get would out love to there try. And, and, and give it our best shot. I've done enough research on it to where I think I could, I could get something out of yeah. it. Well, I've got a buddy of mine that loves that kind of stuff. So yeah. he's all dialed in on the technical aspects of it, but nice. he won't go anywhere to do it. Oh, <laughs> okay. We'll FaceTime him. Yeah. Say, yeah. hey, man. Well, see, I think, I can't remember. There's a radio telescope in oh. that town. That's why. Okay. Because they ha- it's a big telescope place, yeah. so they don't have any light pollution around, so they can get their Very cool. images. Yeah. Uh so, but yeah, anyway, that's, yeah. but that's why it's dark in that area. Just okay. cause that's one of the big, huge, yeah, like astrolo- astronomical, astrological, nomical, right? Nomical. I don't know. One of them is like Virgo and Pisces and the other one's like Jupiter and Saturn. I can't remember which is which right now. Uh, but anyway, yeah. it's one of the big like science places okay. that it's over there. So they like, it's written in the local laws that like no street lights at night. Okay. None of that stuff. That's cool. So yeah, yeah but it's, we, it's, and it's on dark map. I need it. I but, need to get a shot. And well, you know, well, Doug, my friend Doug was able to get that shot over Cumberland falls. So it can be done. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know? just have to know what you're doing. And I don't with that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not great. But then again, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to work on it and see what I can come up with. Cause I just love those shots. Yeah. That's oh yeah. Get them. Oh like, yeah. Are you kidding? That's amazing. So. Yeah. All right. Look, it's it's getting late. Yeah. And I know. Yeah. You we've probably, been on here forever. Well, I'm on, va- I'm on vacation this week, so <laughs> I got nothing to do tomorrow. Oh, that's all you right. probably have to work. Uh, so I'm good. Um, go. But I'm gonna let you go. Okay. Thank you so yeah. much for coming out. Thanks, man. Keep putting out the awesome photos, man. Keep encouraging people. Uh, you're amazing. I love what you do. I love your energy. It inspires me to try to get back out and start my fitness journey again to try to get back in shape and be more than I am right now. Good. That's Uh, great. And so I I want to take the opportunity to thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you you for for being an inspiration for myself, but I'm sure for other people as well. Yeah. Uh, It's my pleasure. I love the photos. I love you, the little encouragements that you find to put up on FTP. Yeah. Uh, I'll just get keep it started being awesome, again. Man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on here. <laughs>